Welcome to today's conversation. I'm, of course, very excited to see you here. Thank you for joining me on this crypto adventure. Lots of big news to cover today. Is the Bitcoin ETF a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity liquidity event for the cryptocurrency markets? The answer is yes. We're going to get into why that's the case. Also, some Ethereum ETF news, some Avalanche news, big things have been happening there. Other altcoin news, lots of fun things going on in the markets today. Taking a look at some charts, too, just because why not? And of course, as always, answering your questions at the end. So make sure to stick around for that. Save your questions, and I'll be answering those for you as we get towards the end of today's conversation. Of course, shout out if you're joining here on YouTube or X for the live stream, or if you're listening to this later on the Apple or Spotify podcasts. Now let's go ahead and get into it. So let us commence the conversation by talking about the price of Bitcoin. What is up with the price of Bitcoin right now? Well, glad you asked. Let's have a look at it. We've had an incredible rally over the last uh, few weeks. It's really been a beautiful thing. The Bitcoin ETF hype has without a doubt been pushing markets higher. And of course, Bitcoin moves first, altcoins catch up afterwards. We're seeing a bit of slowdown on momentum recently. We had this, of course, the big initial pumps on the 16th and the 23rd of October. Ever since then, we've been grinding slowly, slowly, slowly up. We did hit our peak here around almost 38K. We can see we hit that number on the 9th of November, came back here on the 15th, 16th, getting rejected there once again. That, I guess, is currently our line to beat here for Bitcoin. Still in a very, very solid uptrend with the 50-day EMA well and truly above the 200-day EMA currently. MACD starting to form a bit of a downtrend here on the daily. Perhaps we see a bit of a cooling off before we get our next big Bitcoin ETF hype moments. Markets, of course, taking a bit of a hit in the last 24 hours because the SEC has... Uh, delayed its decision on the hash decks as well as the grayscale pot spot Bitcoin ETF applications. None of which, of course, is really all that surprising. A lot of market participants are, you know, market analysts are looking at January 10th as being the most likely time frame. Maybe that first week of January being the most likely time frame when we're going to see a Bitcoin ETF approved January 10th. Of course, is a very important date because that is when the ARK Invest Bitcoin ETF final deadline comes up. See, right now they're talking to all these ETF companies. They're going back and forth. Uh, ETF companies are making amendments. I mean, the SEC is actually talking to them this time, which is a big, big uh, advancement from previous times when we see the SEC wouldn't even talk to them. They'd just say, no, get out of here. No, get out of here. And now because of the grayscale case and the grayscale winning that case and the judge basically saying to the SEC, you have no logical grounds to continue to deny these spot Bitcoin ETF products. You have been capricious and unfair. And that's, of course, exactly the case. If a Bitcoin futures ETF is good enough for the markets, 
Because remember, the price data is coming from the same place, right? They take the price data from like Coinbase and Bitstamp, whatever. If that data is good enough for futures markets, it's good enough for spot markets. So the likelihood that we are going to get a uh, spot Bitcoin ETF in the U.S. markets is very, very high right now. Now, January 10th could still not happen. They could deny the ARK Invest Bitcoin ETF for some reason, which would then push us back to March for the next major round of final approval or denials, which is the BlackRock and Fidelity and everybody else. There's come around March 15, 16, 17. Yeah, very interesting stuff. I think the market was really hoping that we'd get that approval this week. But look, the approvals will come. It's just a question of when, just a question of when. Although I like this uh, shared by Ted Talks Macro here, his uh, scenario, if we get an approval. So we're going to see an initial surge in demand due to institutional inflows, increased market accessibility for retail investors, improved regulatory clarity and investor confidence, higher market growth due to these factors. This is all good stuff. Again, with the SEC continuing to delay and having denied for so many years the spot Bitcoin ETF, they have not protected investors. They've actually screwed investors over massively. People would have taken these regulated products over putting their money into much more speculative and risky places. So yes, institutional inflows will come. We will have more accessibility for the average retail investor to be able to put Bitcoin into the retirement accounts, stuff like this. Now, what if they don't approve a, a Bitcoin ETF? Of course, there are still doubters, people, and maybe they're right. We, there's nothing as 100% certain. Although I feel like because BlackRock has also filed an Ethereum spot ETF application, they only did that because they know they're going to get the Bitcoin spot ETF application. Just a theory. I feel like now is the time I could be proven wrong. The markets always have a way of humbling people, and I hope that this is not going to be the case with our ETF story here. Anyway, uh, if there's no ETF approval, continued growth at current rates without additional boost from ETF adoption. Gotta think, even without the ETF stuff, we have been doing pretty good. The markets have been doing okay. And I know a lot of our recent moves have been from hype around a potential ETF approval, but even before that, markets were okay. Uh, potential missed institutional investment, of course, not approving a Bitcoin ETF for U.S. markets will hold back tens of billions of institutional dollars that would love to get access to Bitcoin and Ethereum and slower growth due to perceived higher risk and lack of traditional market structure. Of course, that regulatory clarity that will come from an ETF approval is absolutely massive and will be very big for the markets, which all leads me to speculate that the Bitcoin ETF is a once-in-a-lifetime liquidity event. Now, what do I mean by this? When we get this ETF, and look, as Mr. Harry Lozani points out here, we don't need no stinking ETF. This is true. You're much better off just buying Bitcoin, putting Bitcoin in your hardware wallet and chilling. When BlackRock is in charge of your Bitcoin, BlackRock owns your Bitcoin. You just have an IOU piece of paper, and that's a pretty good IOU, but still, those are the facts. Anyway, the Bitcoin ETF is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for the markets. This is going to be a money injection of epic proportions. We've never seen a money injection like this into the cryptocurrency markets. If we go back to the 2017 uh, bull run, there wasn't almost any institutional uh, participation in that. Oh, there was the tiniest little bits of stories, but not really much going on. Fast forward to 2021, 2020. 
that's when MicroStrategy started buying. That's when other companies started buying Tesla bought PayPal introduced Bitcoin for their clients. We started seeing banks and investment firms like Morgan Stanley, uh, Bernstein, others coming in, the New York Digital Investment Group, all these different players, institutional players starting to get on board. But they are the early adopters, the earliest of early, right? Now with the ETFs, this unleashes a flow of liquidity like nothing before, because it allows for all these different organizations to get access to Bitcoin. And people like BlackRock and Fidelity, they're going to be pushing Bitcoin like crazy. Remember, these guys operate on fees. So if they can sell Bitcoin to people at 50,000 bucks, for example, 45,000 bucks, 40,000 bucks, whatever it's going to be, those people buy it, price of Bitcoin goes up by 5x. Those people are probably going to stay in their Bitcoin because they're in profit. Maybe some they're going to sell, but a lot of people are going to be like, oh, great. I'm you know, locked in some profits here. It's fantastic. And as long as they're holding that Bitcoin ETF at 150K and BlackRock can take 1% a year fees on it, these asset managers are going to be killing it. They're going to be slaying like crazy on the fees, which is going to make them want to push Bitcoin and Ethereum products even more. We've seen all kinds of price estimates from... 20 billion in the first year, up to 40 billion in the third year. That was what Galaxy Digital was saying. Right up the right up to the bullish scenarios of 100 billion in the first year. I think a lot of it's going to depend on the macro conditions. If everything's really, really terrible in the macro scene, you may not see as much money as some anticipate flowing into Bitcoin ETF products. But regardless, tens of billions over years. Not on day one, not on day one, but tens of billions over the next few years are going to come into Bitcoin. Tens of billions. This is the biggest liquidity injection the market's ever had and may ever have again. This will be a crazy bull market cycle with huge amounts of Wall Street money, huge amounts of retail money, retirement fund money, pension fund money, family office money, millionaire money, billionaire money, your Uncle Joe's money. Everybody coming into these Bitcoin ETF products because they can buy it on the brokerage apps. Their asset managers, Fidelity has been calling people like, yo, want to buy a Bitcoin ETF? People go, oh, yeah, that's great. I heard about that Bitcoin thing. I want to come buy an ETF. I don't have to go to Coinbase and buy a Ledger wallet and do all that stuff and risk losing my keys. I can just buy it through you guys. Well, that's fantastic. The opportunity here is insane. And I hope... I'm explaining this, right? I hope that you're seeing the opportunity here because it's a very exciting time to be in the markets. And again, maybe we do get denied by the SEC and this doesn't happen until 2025 or something when a new administration comes in. I don't know. But it looks like all the stars are lining up. They're getting all the ducks in a row and we're probably going to get a spot Bitcoin ETF in the next few months. A lot of people are thinking it could be within the next 60 days. Maybe it's going to be March, but it's also lining up the Bitcoin halving. A lot of exciting catalysts coming here for the market. And if Bitcoin goes up to 150, 180K, something like that, what's going to happen to your altcoins, man? It's going to be crazy. That's what. It's going to be crazy. Uh, okay. Anyway, that's. I really think it's a massive opportunity. I really do. And this is why I keep making videos on it. And I hope that... The information is making sense to everybody. Of course, not financial advice, just me sharing my opinions. Can't tell you guys what to do with your money. And of course, adoption continues. Germany's fourth largest bank, Commerce AG, was granted a Bitcoin and crypto custody license. 
great. Another big bank rolling out the red carpet for their customers to come and buy Bitcoin. Fantastic. It just keeps happening. Bitcoin breaks a new all-time high in Turkey. All right. It's not good, actually, because it means the Turkish lira is getting slammed, just like the Argentine peso and a lot of others. Fiat is a plague, a financial plague upon the world, and Bitcoin is the vaccine against it. And I like this. I like this because it proves so much of what I've been saying for a long time here is that, man, all you got to do is dollar cost average into Bitcoin. And look, I know we talk about altcoins a lot and there's a lot of opportunities there and you can dollar cost average in altcoins and stuff too like that. But here's the insane thing. And these numbers always blow my mind when, when they get run. Had you started buying at the top in 2021 when Bitcoin hit 69K and you kept buying every day, five bucks a Bitcoin, you can find five bucks a day. Had you bought $5 of Bitcoin every day from the peak back in 2021 up until today, you would have made $1,600 in profit. You would have invested $3,650, and your Bitcoin would now be worth $5,250. And of course, as the price continues to appreciate over time, profits will go up, dollar cost averaging, taking a long-term view. If you're in crypto for a short time, a week, three months, something like this, it's very likely that you're going to run into a situation where you're going to be at a loss. But almost anybody who has been in crypto for a few years, four or five years, are in profit. Because long time frames, Bitcoin, Ethereum, some of the other assets, not all the altcoins, just keep going up. Now, before we get into talking about the altcoin stuff, just a quick note. If you are a cryptocurrency trader, you got yourself an account over at Bybit. Best damn place to be trading cryptocurrency. You want to trade futures, they got you covered. You want to trade spot altcoins, they got you covered. Huge uh, trading bonuses here as well. Up to 30K deposit and trading bonuses. And we're doing a lucky draw giveaway right now. Thousands of dollars in prizes. iPhone 15, iPad Pro, all that kind of stuff. You can use the link in the description to participate in that lucky draw and all the other bonuses and discounts that you can get by using that link. Thank you very much in advance. So let's talk about altcoins. I like this one. Pentoshi posted it. And I think it's an interesting point. He said, there's probably a free trade coming up in the near future on Dogecoin. He says, not only has Doge been ranging for 500 days, it's probable that in less than two months, Elon Musk will be tweeting about it, often leading into the Doge One satellite launch, which is scheduled for January. Because, of course, Elon Musk launching a rocket into the space, he's got to call it Doge One. Now, what happens when Elon Musk starts tweeting every single day about Doge, 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 Doge? The hype alone, the speculation alone can drive prices crazy. Obviously, it's a meme coin. You got to be careful, manage your risk, all that kind of stuff. But it is an interesting idea. I'm not sure if I will play that idea, but I like the idea shared here. And you know how silly these meme coins get, guys, which is why I'm sharing the uh, thought with you here now. Interesting thought here from Andrew Kang as well. Expecting alt season to take a breather for a bit. Fortune favors the patient for now. Great long entries will come in due time. We have been on a crazy, crazy run. 
crazy run recently with altcoins. I mean, look at these, look at some of these charts. Look at AVAX today went up to like $24. It's raging again. Chainlink got all the way up to $16.50. Like it's been crazy. Solana is up at like 65 bucks or something at the moment. It's it's been pretty nuts, guys. It's been pretty nuts. We've had some huge moves. A cooldown would be totally fine. And you have to understand that during these bull market impulses, nothing goes exactly straight up forever. There will be big pullbacks, and you should be ready for those. I've got bids in lower, just in case we do get some nice fat pullbacks, right? I've got a bid in for Bitcoin at 30K, uh, AVAX at 1250, and Chainlink at 10 bucks. I don't know if I'll get those filled, and I don't care if I do. But I'm waiting for the day when I wake up and there's been some kind of FUD in the market and everybody freaks out, man, and prices go down. That red day, that's when you want to buy. That's when I want to buy. Maybe you guys like buying high and selling low. I mean, if, if if that's you, then I wish you luck. I wish you luck. <laughs> hey, by the way, been a big airdrop recently. You may want to check and see if you are available for it. Uh, this is from Pith Network, which is an Oracle provider. As uh, Sandeep, the uh, founder of Polygon, points out here, 120 DeFi dApps already securing 1.6 billion. They're with 90 data fires, 233, 230 dApps right now, 300 a price feeds, all kinds of stuff. Anyway, it's a big old fat airdrop. Now, the airdrop is if you have been using like the Injective Network, if you've been using the uh, Ethereum Network, if you've been using the Solana Network, they're just dropping coins out to those people. So uh, you may be eligible for an airdrop. So you want to come over here and check that out and see if you are eligible for an airdrop or not. So you can go to airdrop.pyth, P-Y-T-H, dot network. Just be careful. You probably want to come over here on Twitter and make sure to verify the actual account itself. Make sure you're getting the legit one and watch out for scams because, of course, there are always many, many scammers that come out of the woodworks here. So I'm eligible for an airdrop for this. Yay for me. Yay for me. A lot of you guys probably will be as well. So in case you're not aware of it, go check it out. I think the airdrop's going to be claimable in a couple of days here, and it'll have a 90-day window, so you will need to act on that when the time comes, all right? Okay, now let's talk about the Ethereum ETF. Uh, BlackRock has officially filed the S1 prospectus for its spot Ethereum ETF with the SEC. Filing, among other things, appoints Coinbase as the custodian for the underlying Ethereum. I feel like there is a, a real play here for the Coinbase stock. I've been adding to my Coinbase stock position based on this theory. Hope it 10 X's. Come on, man. Coinbase stocks to a thousand bucks. Let's go. Let's go. That's going to be great if it happens. Going to sell it all. Be fantastic. But the Ethereum ETF will come. The Bitcoin ETF, the Ethereum ETF, it's not a question of when. It's just a, it's not a question of if. It's just a question of when it's going to come. At this point, we're going to get them. And once we get these, I know here's the crazy thing. Once we get these, we're going to get a Solana ETF and a Chainlink ETF, and things will start to get pretty crazy. We're going to see a huge amount of institutional involvement in a lot of the top assets in the cryptocurrency space. It'll be pretty crazy, to be honest. So we'll watch out for that. 
Uh, Eric Balkunas here, an ETF analyst over for Bloomberg, saying the Ether is a commodity, but the SEC won't admit it. Right here saying, this is from James, who's also a Bloomberg analyst on ETFs. The SEC and Chair Gary Gensler won't publicly acknowledge that Ethereum is a commodity, but multiple actions since 2018 show that they implicitly accept its commodity status, officially declaring Ethereum a security would likely lead to a duel with the CFTC. We expect the SEC to treat it more like Bitcoin and approve spot Ethereum ETFs in 2024. They're coming. They're coming. They're coming. Just like just like the Bitcoin ETFs are coming, Ethereum spot ETFs are coming too. I'll be interested to see if they end up uh, giving staking rewards out or if the, <laughs> the ETF provider is going to pocket that. Let's pocket that. Let's take that money. Uh, it's a very obvious play for Wall Street because Bitcoin's digital gold, it's the OG cryptocurrency, right? Scarce supply, all that fun kind of stuff. We know the value proposition. And then for Ethereum, Ethereum's this whole different beast, deflationary, staking rewards. If you want access to NFTs, gaming, stable coins, decentralized finance, everything, everything benefits the core Ethereum asset. It's like this value sink where all this stuff's happening. It just sucks the value in from all that stuff. So I feel like this will also be a pretty popular product with Wall Street. Now, how much money goes into these Ethereum spot ETFs? Who knows? But even small amounts of billions could really move markets a lot. Now let's talk about Avalanche. Avalanche been doing some pretty gosh darn big things recently. The chart's gone crazy. Look at this bad boy. Holy cow. Had a huge move. 100% gains in basically the last week. Big uptrend here on the MACD. Continuing higher. Has not flipped over into a bearish retracement yet. Let me put that back up here for you. Has not flipped over into a bearish retracement yet here for Avalanche. And we have a bull cross coming in with the 50-day EMA. Now closing up and over. Ta-da, there, the 200-day EMA. Beautiful stuff, beautiful stuff. Incredible moves. I, Like I said, I have a bid in lower, but man, the higher this push is, the less it feels like that bid's going to get filled. But, you know, I have a big bag of AVAX already if a bid doesn't get filled. Sale of E, but we've had some big news. Of course, big news pumps the price up, which makes it a more dangerous time to buy because everyone's on that euphoria from the big news coming in. So just be careful if you're rushing out, trying to ape into a bag right now. There may be better price points available in the future. Potentially, not financial advice, of course. Project Guardian City trials foreign exchange solutions using the Avalanche blockchains. That's City as in Citibank. Right? Big player there. Big player there using the Avalanche blockchain. And of course, the one that got everybody very excited, JP Morgan Cursed be their name. Their Onyx. Uh, product is leveraging Avalanche to explore a new paradigm for portfolio management. They're also working with some other uh, crypto players, Axelar, Biconomy, and a few others. So pretty interesting stuff. Obviously, this has got people very, very excited. Huge institutions are starting to turn to Avalanche. Avalanche's subnets are fantastic technology. We're seeing some really big games coming to Avalanche. They're getting people super excited as well for good reason because they look beautiful. Shrapnel, off the grid, other stuff out there as well. 
as uh, Emperor Osmo points out, the opportunity to lead in a $5.5 trillion market is what's ahead for Avalanche. JP Morgan's Onyx is being deployed on AVAX. The total addressable market for Avalanche just exploded exponentially. Remember, all these guys keep talking about tokenization of real-world assets. They're going to bring stocks on-chain. They're going to bring real estate on-chain. They're going to bring derivatives on-chain. They're going to bring treasuries on-chain. A lot of this stuff's already starting to happen, by the way. It's just the early days. We're going to see it take off in a very massive way. And this is a whole other like, liquidity monster coming into the cryptocurrency markets, which is happening now and in 2024 and in 2025. So we have the ETFs bringing billions in. We have real-world assets bringing in tens of billions as well. Just over the next few years, it'll be trillions by 2030 of real assets being brought on chain. And just imagine how crazy it's going to be when you're going to be able to like take your stocks and have them tokenized and be able to take a, a loan against them on chain to be able to ape into dog coins. It's going to be great times. <laughs> JP Morgan Onyx CEO out here saying that um, they're hoping to see 5 to 10 billion USD a day on the blockchain, the Avalanche blockchain, within two years. That's huge, huge money, huge money we're talking about here. This is crazy stuff. And of course, really great for the Avalanche blockchain, obviously. But... Then there's Solana. Let's not forget about Solana. Solana's been on a crazy run recently. Solana's price spiking after Kathy Wood came out and said, well, Solana's great. We all love Solana, basically. <laughs> uh, what's interesting, though, is that the venture capital money has not yet come back in force into the Solana ecosystem. Venture funding on Solana has declined by 92% from $2.3 billion in 22 down to $176 million year to date right now. VCs are sidelined, and I think there's a lot of great projects currently built on Solana that will start getting a lot of attention. The Jupiter Exchange airdrop, that's another big airdrop, by the way. You may have seen it, but if you've been using Solana actively, go check out the Jupiter Exchange, see if you are eligible for an airdrop or not. By the way, we cover all of this stuff, all these airdrops in the Wealth Mastery Newsletter. You've probably heard about it, but it's a freaking awesome newsletter. The best damn newsletter in the business, if I do say so myself. And I know I'm biased, but it's a great damn newsletter. We cover altcoin alpha. We cover the news, technical analysis, airdrops, airdrops, man. So the airdrops have covered made literally thousands of dollars. It's crazy. And you can get all this for free. You got 85,000 weekly readers enjoying our content. And you can be an enjoyer as well. Just click on the link in the description where you can sign up for free. For free. So go ahead and check it out.